Welcome to the Persistence You podcast with Lisbeth, and that's you as in university. But we're much more of a community here. I'm your host, Lisbeth Meredith, author, speaker, and online teacher. Each week, I'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers, all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Three fun things to share with you, dear listeners wherever you are. One is that this will be released on November 16th, 2021. And that is my dear friend Marty's birthday. And she was one of our very first guests. Actually, she was the very first guest of the podcast. So happy birthday to Marty. Also book marketing on the skinny, my course online where I do live coaching also is closing enrollment today. So if you're interested, you better check out my link on my Facebook author page and the sales page will tell you every single thing you get. It's pretty valuable, pretty darn cool. We've got at least four bonuses, three master classes, four videos uh, week by week released where you have lifetime access to those on the principles of marketing, on different marketing strategies for your books. And it's pretty spectacular. And so, uh, you know, if you're thinking about book marketing, if you're an author, by all means, look at it today. It will never be at a lower price with all of the various bonuses that are included. And finally, this is just a little humble brag, but it's not really something I should brag about, but Lifetime TV is covering my book and it will be released in the near future. It is called Stolen Hearts, the Elizabeth Meredith story. And I couldn't be more excited. I was sitting on the news that it was possibly going to happen for a while, but it has definitely been announced by them. And since it's been announced by them, I can share it with you. And I am really excited and proud and nervous and scared. A lot of times when a person is writing a book about a true story like I did, a memoir or a biography, depending on what it is, you have to leave out so much of the story because otherwise it would weigh it down and lose the story arc. So certain characters and events and things like that get edited away before the final draft, which definitely happened in my book's case. And I still, I love my book, but that same thing happens sort of times two in a movie. You can't have a thousand different characters and it gets confusing to people watching it and it becomes super expensive to produce. So, you know, this will again have its own little life and I don't know. It's pretty darn exciting. I couldn't be more pleased. My daughters have now Instagram friended the young girls that are portraying them and they're filming in Greece as we speak. So pretty darn exciting. Keep your eyes open for Lifetime TV, Stolen Hearts, the Elizabeth Meredith story. As ever, thanks so much for listening. Please share with a friend and I appreciate any time that you follow or give it a some stars on whatever platform you're listening to or rather with. Have a fantastic week and thanks for listening.
Welcome back to another episode of Persistence You with Elizabeth, and I am honored to have Judith Joy here today, and I love saying that word, Judith Joy. Judith is someone who's made some great changes in midlife. She's written a couple of books. Today, she's an author, transformational teacher, inspirational speaker, and dream creation coach. But the thing I find most fascinating with Judith is that her grown daughter, has said to her, eventually came to her and said, mom, whatever you've done to kind of facilitate healing and not being depressed and working on things like headaches, whatever you've done, I want you to teach that to me. And I don't know, for those of you who are listening, how many of your children have come to you and said, hey, mom or dad, whatever you've done, I'll take some of that. But the day that happens to me, I'll know life is good. So congratulations, Judith, but it really is inspiring and fun. And I know my kids love me. They just hide it sometimes. But uh, anyway, I'm so glad to have you here. And can you tell us a little bit about that and how you ended up learning the things to impart to your daughter and to others? Sure. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Um, it started with headaches for myself and that was that's what led me to energy healing and consciousness transformation and things like that and for my daughter when she was three she came to us and said hey are you getting divorced wow and her dad and I were like uh, no we're fine we're not getting divorced so she felt that we were lying to her because she felt that what she knew to be true was true. And it wasn't that we were fighting or anything. It was just life was busy. Right. So she would get more depressed and more anxious as the years went by. And when she was 14, we decided to get divorced. Wow. And so she knew it. But by that point, she had built up all of this anger. And she, we have tried therapy, we tried a treatment program, we tried pharmaceuticals. You know, I tried to teach her meditation, she wasn't into it. And I just were like, well, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. Hey, let's talk to this person, let's try this. And eventually, she graduated high school, went to college, and then went off all her meds. And then it was like party. Right, right. Because <laughs> we'd held her so tight just to get her through. And when she was about 21, she came to me and said, you know what? All this stuff isn't working. Teach me what you do. Wow. And it felt so great. It felt like, woohoo. <laughs> that is fantastic. But really terrific. Because she, no one observes this quite like our kids. So that's. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's wonderful. So what happened was we started with weekly lunches. And we would go to the restaurant and we'd order and we'd just, you know, chat, whatever. And then I would teach her a little bit. And, you know, the lunches started out, they were maybe an hour. And now sometimes they're three hours. Wow. <laughs> the waiters know us very well. And it's so much fun because the first thing that I taught her was gratitude. And with gratitude, you can really shift so much. So she started out by just 
I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for indoor plumbing. I'm grateful for air conditioning. I'm grateful for a bed. I'm grateful, you know, whatever. And they were just words. Eventually, she got into the swing of it and has started to feel it. Then if she was having a bad day, she would do an hour of gratitude mm-hmm. instead of just a half hour. And she started to feel a little better. Then instead of sitting down one time a day, she started doing it all day long. As she's walking down the street, oh, thank you, flowers, for smiling so brightly. And she's driving down the, you know, gets on the highway. Thank you, divine. That was an easy merge. So she's just thanking all day long. After a while, she became the happiest person I know. And she does this work now. But she does it a little bit differently than I do, where I'm helping people create their life. And I'm like, I'm going to teach you how to do it. So you do it. She just drops into the space, shifts things around. And then it's like miracles happen. Oh, that's true. And she comes by it very naturally. When I was getting divorced, my stomach hurt because I was crying and, you know, I was so sad. Sure. She put her hand on my stomach and all the pain went away. Wow. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) She knows something. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so all terrific. I did was fine tune what she already knew. Right. Oh, that is fantastic. Good. How has that changed? Your, what has that done for your health and for your life? Oh, for my health, I was very, I don't want to say depressed, but very stressed. Okay. And it took a long time to get out of that. But I just kept going, you know what? I'm going to be happy. And it's going to work. And so little by little, I got happier and happier. And little by little, the pain got less and less. And there are some days that are the pain is bad. But for the most part, it's great. And life is wonderful. That's terrific. What kind of pain are you talking about, though, to, that, that is better? Was it headaches and thick body aches? Things yeah. like that? Okay. For me, mostly headaches. Okay. You know, and then various other body aches as you age. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, especially that I used to be a gymnast, so I have a lot of, you know, little aches here and there from sure. abuse. You used, you used parts of the body that most of us weren't using as much, probably. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, terrific. So now... How is that manifesting itself in your life as far as your work? What do you do day-to-day for work where you use this to help other people? I really do anything that I want to do, anything that I desire. And I write and I coach and I teach workshops. And some people I meet for lunch and, hey, let's talk about it. And some people it's on Zoom and some people it's a phone call. And it's just so much fun. And I'm getting into the speaking more. Good. And it's really fun when I can give a speech and you've got people in the audience. You go, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. And, it, you know, it's also exciting because some of this stuff came not early in life. It came after some big changes. And a lot of women, I feel like, don't realize how much midlife and beyond offers them. 
And oh, yeah. so I think it's great. Yeah. If you think your life is over once your kids are done, you're missing the boat. Right. Because if your kids are grown and you're 40, 50, 60 years old, well, what if you live to be 100? Right. That's a whole lot of years to do something. And I just cannot imagine sitting on a beach, reading a book every single day for the rest of my life. Right. I've got too much to do, too much to offer. And I hack the system for myself. So I'm going to teach it so other people can create a life that works for them. Right. That's terrific. Yes. Good. When you were, what did kind of work did you do when you were younger, when your daughter was growing up before all of the change? Well, before I had her, um, before I've got four kids. So before I had kids, I was a teacher. Okay. And before that, I actually have a degree in advertising. So I tried advertising. And I was like, no, this isn't working. Went back to school, got a master's. And this is one of those manifestation stories. I decided that I was going to get a master's degree. So I said, well, I want a program that's near me that I don't have to write a dissertation. I found one three miles from my house at a teacher's college, took the test, failed the test, got in anyway. I said, it's January. I'm going to be teaching in September. They said, impossible. I said, nope, it's not. I can do it. I took the classes all out of order. I was teaching in September. Fantastic. So if you really want something, there is a way. And it's going to take a little bit of um, focus, a little bit of work, but it's a whole lot of fun if you just keep following the intuition. Because your intuition will lead you to what it is you ultimately desire, because what you're ultimately desiring is a feeling. And as soon as you start feeling that feeling, then you can step into your life as you would like it to be. I think for me, one thing that's helped at times is to not say, how could I ever do X, Y, or Z, the goal, but rather how will I? And even the shift in those words, it's like, clearly this needs to happen if it's pressed upon my heart, you know, it's something very important. How will I do it? But not sort of like throwing up my hands. How can I? And I think just being really intentional and specific, like you said, is quite powerful. Oh, yes. And in fact, if you let go of the how altogether Mm -hmm. and you say, what would it take to do that? Right. Then you start getting ideas. And then you're not worried about the how because the intuition brings in the how. Love it. That is so terrific. Well, and what a neat honor that your daughter bestowed you with by saying that and then kind of following your footsteps and doing her own practice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's very much of an honor. And she continues to expand her skills. So it's so much fun to watch her progress. And I'm learning from her now, too. Oh, that's so terrific. So if, so when you wrote a book, when was the first time you were published? How long ago was that? 2014. Oh, excellent. Okay. And then the second one came out when? Um, 
right before COVID 2019. Yes. <laughs> like December of 2019. <laughs> Gave you a couple of good months to promote in person. And then you get to learn a whole new way of reaching your readers. Well, that's so exciting. And what have you found when yeah. you connect with people regarding your writing? Well, what's really interesting is the first book is Surviving Your Teenager and Being Happy Anyway. (laughs) And that book, most parents look at it and go, oh, I want my teenager to change. I'm going to look at this. But that's not what it's about. It's about them centering themselves so that no matter what the teenager does, they're okay. They can be happy. Right. That's a huge mindset shift, though, to let go of so much anxiety and control as parents that we have had to launch our children. So it's a really big deal. And I don't think enough is is written about it. I, I know early on when my kids were small, there were all kinds of parenting books and experts that I listened to. As they got older and older, it became hard to find the information to help successfully allow them the space to be who they were meant to be and not trying to make them in the image of me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I, I mean, that was never a conscious choice, but I feel like as parents, we have so many hopes and dreams for our kids and we want to encourage and nurture and all those things. But in the end, there comes a time when that job, we have to gracefully and gradually let go. So yes. that's terrific <laughs> that you've written that. Yeah. And then the second book, what is that about? Dear Future Lover, it's actually the process that I went through to manifest my second husband. Excellent. Well, what a neat title. Is there a subtitle to it? Bring Your Book Boyfriend to Life. Love it. That is so fantastic. Because what you're actually doing is writing a journal of letters to your um, lover or husband or girlfriend or whatever it is you're looking for. And you're writing so that um, they're already there. Okay. Well, I just think that is such a neat title. I love the idea. Uh, that is fantastic. So where can people connect with you and your work? Yes, with joy.com okay. or judithjoy.com. Either one works. Love it. Uh, I've got social media, I've got blogs, I've got um, so much stuff. (laughs) I've got micro mini workshops on video. Fantastic. YouTube will have some stuff. And the books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and Apple. Terrific. I love that. Well, Judith Joy, it has been a joy. Simply terrific to have Judith Joy as my guest tonight. Don't forget, show notes are at lameredith.com and hop onto my email list. Love to chat with you sometime. Thank you so much for listening today. If you've enjoyed the show, please follow. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, tell a friend and go ahead and give us a review. I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.